Well, today's podcast is something I've been wanting to talk about for quite a while. Um, It's something that has happened over 20 years on an ongoing basis. As we've evolved as an agency, we've seen so many changes happen in the landscape. Um, It is highly competitive, but I think when you come down to the fact of the end product and what you're getting in terms of value and what that means for a good, well-built site, that's fast that has processes in place for how you're deploying content to the site structurally, um, and it's operable, there's a lot of value into something like that. And I don't think you're just gonna get that with a freelancer. I wanna start this by also saying, we still, as, (laughs) as recent as yesterday, have people come into the office, that built a project or worked on a project. Uh, In this particular situation, they worked with the freelancer and it was, I was told he was probably in between jobs. And then once we got the site to like 99%, um, the guy just kind of disappeared, never heard from him again. So he doesn't know how to get his files. He doesn't, he knows it's hosting, uh, but he doesn't know much more about it. And it's uh, resentment. they're, They're bitter about it and they want something better. And they're more, disappointed that uh, they've got taken by somebody that just needed some quick cash. In that case, it was only $3,000 to build this guy a quick website. Um, And it it doesn't look that great. And it doesn't represent him very well. So now he's going to spend probably three times that amount of money to do it the right way. But now he's going to have a product he can build upon. So getting to the point of the podcast was more about the fact of the pros and cons of when you're scoping out a project to be done, you're doing development. So you're building a website, you're building software and integrations, but you want a team to be backed by it. And so going the freelance route or going a offshore or going localized, but why should you consider someone that has more of a team advantage and the costs if you're going to trim down that development team as a whole? So you're not the first person that's going to be looking at a project and think about it like, man, this was really expensive. I've gotten quotes like all over the place and they all seem to be normalizing at this point. Let's say it's $15,000, but this is expensive. Where do we trim some fat from this? And I think that software development is expensive when you don't have a plan and you're not thinking about a long-term goal on this. It's actually very, very cost effective. More importantly is the costs if you get burned and you lose developers, or a project doesn't become complete, what do you do with all that code and the people that were working on it? What is it gonna cost for you to train up a new team, onboarding of a new development staff, project manager, uh, someone that's gonna be doing UI UX, to get them up to speed? What does that cost to get them up to speed with your project to then say that you're saving money in doing so? So maintaining software um, after it's developed is even more expensive. And you need to take that consideration. But if you have a solution um, to, a, to a major problem we have in this industry, um, I'm, I'm all ears about this because everybody's looking for a way to, to reduce costs and to get their product to market as quickly as possible. So for Trademark, we have uh, pretty much a project team process. And we look at it as a project manager and a coordinator. We look at it as... Um, as part of your team is going to be a set of software developers. There's always going to be at least two people that are intimately involved in your project. And then someone in graphic design um, 
and someone overseeing them that's going to be looking at UI and UX, and then your front-end designer as well. So you essentially might have a team of four to six people that would be involved and have intimate knowledge of your project. That, that's a lot. There's a cost associated with all of that. And what, what does that essentially mean? So when you get an entire team as a composition like that, let's talk about some of the roles that each of these people you know, f- facilitate. Aside from the salesperson, myself or whoever it is that's walking us into it, who's overseeing what's to be done in the project as a whole, your project manager? or your project coordinator, that's your liaison. Um, They're a critical member of the team, and I guess the project manager has a very unique role because they're they're not actively writing code. It's their job to continuously survey the project and make sure that it's staying on task and against milestones. They're also helping to facilitate um, content and information and answers that we need from your team and prioritize any features and backlog. And make this thing the leanest possible way so that you're getting the minimum amount of things that you need and you're not overpaying for a bunch of bells and whistles that are really not necessary. And that's why, as a WordPress house, we've built a ton of sites on that platform as as, um, WordPress as a whole. But we've come up with our own base code where we've really slimmed it out and pimped it out and gutted it out to make it very fast and mean. And we're continuously updating and changing the base code itself because we're finding more and more features and more and more ways to do things better as it should be in this life cycle. So your project manager is also going to help to outline all the goals and make sure that our team has all the information and they're not blocked to progress and make things and, and make things go longer than they should because that costs everybody money. That costs our agency money. It costs time. It you know, another thing you don't think about is culture and you think about as far as motivation internally as well. We want the projects to go forward and launch, be very, very cost effective and have a value to your company at the end of the day. So project managers look at the microscopic level overall of everything that's going on, but they also have the ability to work with a project coordinator or someone in senior management, take a step back and ensure that all the milestones and overall the wants and needs of the customer and what their expectations are, are being done in time and within budget. So let's move on to like your developers or software engineers as a lot of times they're called. Um, I'm big for pairing these people together. And even though we are a little bit more of a slimmer office, the more that we can have two full-time developers sitting on a project, it's got a couple different great aspects for it. There's going to be fewer mistakes there's going to be resiliency that's going to happen. The, cold quali- the code quality is going to be far superior than if just one person's working on it. Um, it's also going to be easier because you have two different sets, two different mindsets that are all after the same goal, looking at it objectively. And it's going to improve team morale as well, not only on our team, but also with your team internally there. In the event that we have people that leave and go off to advance or further their career or move or whatever it is, you're not pigeonholed into that one individual that only knew your code set and what, how your site worked and it functioned. And that's a continuous problem that happens in this industry on an ongoing basis. So that goes back to the project manager and you, the client, pre-planning and laying out everything that needs to be done. That game plan is going to be pretty crucial, pretty essential. But your software designers, um, they're going to look at complexities and the best way to get something done. They're going to look at architecture. Um, they're looking at solving the problems And that's their full-time job. That's how they look at how they make software and code work to get you to the finish line 
the most quickest, cost-effective, bug-free way. And that's pretty important. Um, you're like a designer now. So you talk about a front-end designer and your graphic design or your graphic team and like creative director. Um, your software or your website needs to be very functional, but it needs to have a visually appealing and intuitive aesthetic for it. Um, you need to have a designer that has experience and user experience and user interface because that has to come to life essentially on your site. If you're not bringing that to the table already, we have to envision that. We have to look at what's happening in your industry, what competitors are looking and feeling like, and how do we apply that to yours so that the user experience, your audience, your customers, when they come to the site, we can anticipate them having a likely conversion. Um, you don't want to have a weird-shaped weird menu, um, fast food joint in a block of four other fast food places that all look and feel pretty much the same. It's going to stand out and probably going to have a a harder time having conversion on that. But your product designers um, and your graphic designers and UX UI people, they implement the design as code. Um, Well, essentially your front end designers are going to do that, but they're going to take that look and that feel and they're going to make sure that it's coded correctly by hand, utilizing XHTML, CSS, and a number of other languages to sit inside that framework, if it's WordPress, if it's Magento, um, Laravel, whatever that's going to be, so it's working correctly at the quickest, most optimized fashion. Um, So be rest assured that designs and prototypes you receive can be built and intuitive to use. That's gonna be important. So that's another person that's part of your team. So what happens when you drop some of these people out, saying, you know what, the budget's too high, um, I can't have all these people on here working on this, and um, let's let's get a let's cut some fat off of this because we need to cut the cost and still get everything done. So, if you've got two developers or more working on your site, and you can't pair them together, I guess you got one person that's going to carry an enormous amount of responsibility on their back because they have to ensure that the architecture can support software and the demand for your users, and you have to ensure that the data is secure and that the workflows are properly connected and working, and any errors that come up and bugs, that they have time to address all of those aspects as well. So it's gonna take longer for features to get developed because you only have one person that's handling all of these things. Uh, The architecture is gonna have holes, whether you like it or not. You're gonna have to make, I always use the example of, I'm trying to eat healthy when I'm in the airport. And the, I guess the best thing I can end up finding is a shrink wrapped apple that's for $2, that's GMO. And where, where, do you, where do you end up? Because you don't want to go get McDonald's or some other junk food or beer or other things. Um, you can get some trail mix. There's going to be a lot of carbs and sugars and other things inside of there. What is the, the worst case of bad that you can choose at that point? You're going to have holes. Things are going to be missed. There are going to be bugs. And there's going to be an elongated cost. may not be immediate, but you're going to have a long-term residual cost against that by making that. Your code quality is going to suffer and you need to make sure code is going through review process. This is ongoing. No one's ever going to be the best at it. Uh, Websites and software is continuously always growing and morphing into something more, but the quality is going to suffer because you don't have um, multiple points that are looking to catch other people's works and the checks and balances. And more importantly, if I make a change here, how is it going to impact something else? within the system. We may not see that it's gonna break a mobile navigation or that something else is gonna happen um, because you don't have multiple people working on it to ensure that there's quality happening. 
and more and more bugs are going to start to creep into the software. They may not be immediately relevant to you and not immediately visible, but they are going to be found ongoing. And then you're going to have to backtrack and get those fixed and find out all the different points that's touching, that code is touching and integrating, integrating with to correct it and make it better. So let's say you want to say, you know what? I've got a designer. I'm working with this other team, this other agency, and they're going to provide me all the stuff put together. So a couple things to think about here is we're talking about user experience and UX and UI are some nice new terms essentially that are becoming more relevant and a lot more of our clients are becoming experienced with. But they're very of now and they're very important. It's just not a graphic designer. It's not someone that just knows how to do the Adobe suite. Um, and they used to paint really great pictures back in college and they've got a really cool creative keen eye. It's just not about that anymore. We have to look at the user experience as a whole, how that's going to be developed and how you get feedback from people on your team, people from maybe third parties if you're doing user testing and how we implement that now into the new design into the front end. Um, this is a continuous repeat of that process that's going to happen. And after a while, um, if you keep making changes, making changes, making changes, updating little things here and there, uh, I always use the example putting the flying pink elephant on the homepage because the CEO's wife really likes pink elephants. Um, a lot of these changes aren't going to feel as polished. And people are just going to be pushing to get to the finish line because they need to get it off their plate and get it done and get it launched. We'll take care of it later. There's that cost of we'll take care of it later. So if you don't have someone that's intuitive, that truly understands user experience in your segment with your audiences, you're going to end up losing out in the long run. The software needs to be functional. It doesn't need to feel special. You just need to make sure that it's not too overwhelming or too underwhelming. You're going to continuously go through that features need to be reworked, layouts of pages and color sets, the way graphics are being displayed. And I guess... If you looked at building out a prototype and doing user testing based off of a room full of opinions and put money against that, you're going to come back with a lot of great signified data that's going to point you into direction to really put towards your core product. It might be cheaper to build a prototype and to go through a user experience or um, through a user testing to get you that feedback. And if you don't have voice of third-party users or customers, um, not just people in your office or the admin assistant or other people on the team or the CEO's wife, um, you're not really going to end up being validated because it comes down to you're investing money and in building out a website and software because you do want return on investment. So what about if you drop a PM, project manager, um, project, yeah, project manager. So this person is just essentially the manager. They're just pushing paper and pens around and, um, I guess a lot of people will say like, you know, why do I pay for someone like that to run my project? I mean, they're just not doing much. This should be a part of the project. We have to absorb that cost somewhere. That person, as I explained earlier, facilitates a very important step in the process of getting your project done. And they cost money. And unfortunately, they receive a lot of training, continuous training, and they've got to live. So how do we basically wash that money? It's going to get put somewhere in order to make them be a crucial part of the team to get it done. So I guess if you look at the fact of, do you have someone on your team that can drive the direction 100%, can help facilitate requests and needs for content or reviews in a formatted sense that's going to oversee a budget, track down information, um, organize the entire project as a whole? If you drop someone like that from the team, um, you better be ready for someone on your side to take over those responsibilities to guide our staff to get everything done that you need to get done. 
because um, they, they serve a very, very important valid purpose. They are essentially to deliver the work that's being tasked on time and within budget and to facilitate getting all of the content and everything done you want done. So I think if you think about challenging a team's composition as a whole, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of uh, cases that you could state. Um, you're always going to need a PM because that helps to keep the team focused, number one. Um, when your project ends up going into maintenance, um, you may not need a designer too much, too much anymore. That could be something that's onesie, twosie, or a couple hours, or whatever it is, project-based per month. Uh, maintenance support is going to be on fixing bugs, improving quality, reliability, software, new integrations, patch patches and updates. Um, generally, new features that are not being developed, so they may not need a designer 100%. But if you're building new features, you still want to consider having a whole team because you want to make sure you have that entire full circle experience being applied to everything that's getting applied to the site. So I think if you haven't started building your website and software, you need to look at getting some prototypes and review that with key C-level management or the stakeholders. And then you're not going to need so much reliability on a software engineer. You know, a, a designer, a project manager are going to be fine to handle this workload on their own and can serve as a consultant for that software. Um, but basically, they're going to, someone's going to need to check out the prototype for feasibility and make sure that all of that can end up working if you're going to end up scoping out and building this new project. Um, now, not all designers are going to be the same. Not everybody graphically is going to be inclined to do everything exactly the right way or have the creativity and the foresight of your brand, your style guides, the look and the feel, the overall sound of how your company is being presented. And I would tell you to tread very, very lightly of walking away from that. So I guess in closing, look at that software development, building a website that's very functional is going to be expensive. And on the flip side of that coin, if you make the investment in the beginning and really put some pen to paper and outline and work with someone like a project manager or a project designer on our team and to help you flush out and really get a good core of everything that needs to be built and how it needs to be built, you can get very, very accurate on a quote and an estimate of what it's going to cost to build something and how much time it's going to take to do it. That's going to save you a lot of money in the long run, and it's going to be very, very beneficial to you. Apologize. Never take a turn off your phones when you're going into the studio. So I guess, as somebody once said before, if you're going to buy a self-driving car, wouldn't you want the team that's building the self-driving algorithm to be more than one software engineer or just one software engineer? You got to really think about it from that standpoint of view, because if you have a team working on something, you're going to have a better outcome, more layers of protection to ensure more quality in your project. We're happy to talk with all of our customers or anybody that's out there listening to this Come in, let's have a conversation and look at how scoping out your project accordingly can put you together with the right team that's going to save you money in the long term. <laughs>